This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. 12.03 on August 23rd. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us for the Monday edition of the Noon Business Hour presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Rachel Pearson in for Cisco Cotto. Chicago-based Big City Optical is among the companies dealing with big staffing challenges these days. We'll cover that in our next segment. Right now, today's data includes the latest report on home sales, while the week ahead will include remarks from Fed Chair Powell and updates on consumer income and spending. We're now joined by Paul Christopher. He's head of Global Market Strategy of Wells Fargo Investment Institute based in St. Louis, Missouri. Paul, great to have you with us. Uh, let's let's talk general. What are you seeing? What what data points should we be watching for this week? Hi, thanks Rachel. Yeah, so the Fed meeting in um, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming is going to be important. Markets will be looking for the Fed uh, leaders to be saying something about the rate at which they continue to purchase government securities. Markets already expecting the Fed to be pulling back on those purchases, but to keep keep them going. Uh, that will be uh, if, if we get some news to the contrary or some other news of like the Fed is going to move more quickly on that. That would be a negative for markets. We're also looking for more data on things like home starts and home sales as those continue to slow down. It puts more emphasis on worries around COVID and around the affordability of homes that have really run up in price quite a lot in in the last year. And then, of course, uh, there's a good news today, the FDA approving the Pfizer vaccine, uh, and that we hope will encourage more people who are vaccine hesitant uh, to get those vaccines. And you may even see more employers using the approval uh, to uh, require vaccines for employees and customers coming in uh, finally in the, in the month of September. So uh, those are, that would be a positive for markets if that continues in that direction. Well, there's obviously a lot of moving parts on the national level, but, but from a geopolitical standpoint, there's a lot happening uh, across the globe here, and I'm curious what your thoughts are. Any concern for investors? No, not really. I mean, the, the, the main sticking point right now, question mark for investors, would be China, which is taking advantage of a lull before the party meetings that run up to October, October 1st, and the, an important anniversary of the Communist Party, uh, they're taking advantage of this summer lull to launch some new regulations, regulations that are designed to combat mon- monopoly power uh, and produce lower prices for Chinese consumers across that economy. They're also interested, the, the Chinese government is interested uh, in reducing the income inequality That gap is rather large in China, larger than it is in the U.S. Uh, And so with new regulations coming out, that's put the market on its back feet or on its heels, I should say. Uh, And and so that will continue to be a source of some uh, uncertainty, let's say, and potential selling, especially in the Hong Kong market, but in emerging market markets in general. We still have a positive view on emerging markets, think they'll bounce back. China's markets always have bounced back after these sorts of regulatory episodes. They've typically been short-lived. 
Thank you so much. That's Paul Christopher. He's head of global market strategy at Wells Fargo Investment Institute based in St. Louis, Missouri. Coming up, finding quality workers in a tight job market. Chicago-based Big City Optical is growing at a time when a lot of employers are having trouble hiring good help. Let's find out how businesses are coping with the situation. We welcome Michael Kogelis. He's co-founder of Big City Optical. Mike, it's great to have you with us. Big City Optical has obviously been open uh, throughout the pandemic. So as we're sort of making our way into a more normal atmosphere, what's what's been some of the challenges that you're seeing? Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having us on. Um, I would say that one of our biggest challenges that we're working through now is just continuing to grow and at the same time hire great people to serve our clients. It's been a little bit more difficult than what we've experienced in years past, um, where we just are not getting the number of applicants that we have in the past, and and certainly it's been something that we've been working on. And of the applicants that you're receiving, how many of those turn into, you know, a job offer or a serious applicant? Or is it just people are just sort of putting it out there, seeing what's what's available? Uh, I I think what's happening now is there's always an individual or maybe, let's say, a handful of individuals that are genuinely looking for um, employment at the right company that will provide them you know, great career advancement. I think what we're seeing today that we haven't experienced in the past is there is a fair number of people that are in the market that are going through the actions of looking for a job, but either they, you know, don't show up to interviews even when they've confirmed, or um, they may not even show up to the first day of work. Um, and then you just never hear from them again. So I I, I think that uh, some of the unemployment, um, you know, policies that are out there, have affected not really the quality, but just the the people that are in the market, how serious they are about going back to work immediately. And so how do you as an employer deal with these employees, potential employees who who sort of ghost you? Yeah, it's, I mean, well, I guess the first thing is, is we try not to take it personally because it it hurts our feelings when that happens. Um, But at the same time, you know, I think that what it causes us to do is to continue to look at the things that um, we have control over. So we're constantly reevaluating our offers, the benefits that we extend to potential um, new employees of the company. And we just make sure that it's competitive and that um, that if there's something we can do that will give us an edge over over maybe another employer, I'd say that today, now more than ever, we consider there's really nothing off the table because we know that the most valuable asset to our company is the people that choose to come and work for us. And we really view that every day we're constantly re-recruiting the people that, that are already on the team. And we try to spread the word that, you know, we're a great place to come and work and, and, uh, yeah, I think that uh, unfortunately we're in a weird time right now where you know maybe people still have some unemployment benefits that they haven't um, been able to exhaust yet, and that's uh, you know we're trying to just make sure that we put forth the best offer we can when we when we have an opportunity to make that offer. And despite those staffing challenges, I mean, Big City Optical, you've been expanding during the pandemic. We've seen uh, there's growth. That's sort of unprecedented too. Yeah, I, I, you know, we're a local Chicago-based company, and uh, my partner and I, we we came up with this idea of local neighborhood optometry so that clients have an opportunity to get to know us. 
And the expansion is really because very rarely do people move to a neighborhood in Chicago and decide just to stay in that one neighborhood. They want to go from Pilsen to Lakeview to Andersonville to Lincoln Park. And those are all locations that we have a big city optical. And I I think that uh, it allows us to create that relationship with the client over time. Um, And uh, they can move to a different neighborhood. And since we save all of their information electronically, they can get the same great care no matter where they choose to have their eye exam taken care of. Thank you so much, Michael Kogelis, co-founder of Big City Optical with several locations across Chicago. Up next, understanding the potential downsides of working from home. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. As companies formulate their return to office plans, workers are again weighing the pros and cons of working from home. Joining us on the McGrath Lexus business line is Tessa White, CEO of The Job Doctor in Salt Lake City, Utah. Tessa, first let's talk about the pros. What are the benefits of working from home? I can think of a couple. One is spending time with my pets. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, for me, focus is the biggest. Think about being in the office and how many distractions you get in a given day. And being at home allows you the opportunity to plan your day just a little bit differently if the kids are in school, especially, and allows you to perhaps even get more done in your workday than you could have if you were in the office. And again, we've sort of seen this shift away from the typical nine to five workday. It it seems a lot more flexible, which I got to think is is appealing to a lot of people. But mainly I'm thinking about women, right? We we sort of have this role of being a, a, a breadwinner and a caregiver. Yes, and it's hard. I mean, it's been hard before the pandemic, and it's hard, and, and in some ways even harder now, because now we have an, a totally new uh, piece to this lay, laid on top of this, which is how do, we, how do we be seen in the office, especially if we're still working remote? How do, we, how do we engage in a way that helps us be seen and heard? Well, and that sort of leads into the cons of working from home, right? You feel like you're missing out on mm-hmm. something because things things have to be happening, right? Even though you're not at the at the office. Yeah, but think about it this way: it was a challenge for women to be included, even when we were in the workforce, trying to fit in. And you know, we have golf games and and mentoring and other things happening that made it very difficult at times anyway. Now the dynamic's just a little bit different. But the flip side, the plus side, is that women have access to higher paying jobs now than they ever did if they have to work remote. And it may keep more women in the workforce to have that option. Well, what's your advice to those of us in, in the workforce working from home who still want to feel seen, want to feel heard, want to keep moving up that ladder, so to speak? I think it really forces behavior that's good for us to develop, whether you're a man or a woman anyway. So my advice would be to be seen, be heard, be prepared. And by be seen, I think you need to make some adjustments and make sure that you set up a cadence that allows you to go in the office to, you know, actually talk to people face to face, because that's a really important part of connecting. I think being heard is about if you're working remote, your opportunities are less to engage directly because you don't have that water cooler talk. And so make it count when you are on a meeting. Make it count when you're heard. Be concise in what you're saying. Make sure you have, you have an opinion. And lastly, be prepared. You know, power in an office isn't just about the title or about how many people that you manage. It really is about knowing the data, the numbers, the trends that are going on so that you can make contributions that are really meaningful to the business. And I think 
you have to be extra, extra prepared so that what you're doing is relevant and moving the needle. Thanks so much, Tessa White. She's the CEO of The Job Doctor based in Salt Lake City, Utah. Still ahead on the Noon Business Hour, making sure you're maximizing your 401k. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Pearson in for Cisco Cotto. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. The Pfizer COVID 19 vaccine is granted full approval by the FDA. A special report from CBS News is next. The key to building up your 401k account is the employer match. And it's Stock Picker Monday. We'll get a pair of ideas from a money pro. The Dow up 264 points, NASDAQ up 226, and the SP 500 gains 43 points this afternoon. AccuWeather says a mix of sun and Clouds this afternoon will reach a high of 89 degrees. Maybe some thunderstorms tonight, a low 75. And sunning clouds tomorrow. Lingering thunderstorms possible. Highs range from 86 to 90 degrees. Right now, though, 80 degrees in Chicago at 1231. CBS News Special Report. The FDA has granted full approval to Pfizer and BioNTech for their COVID-19 vaccine to be given to Americans as young as 16. Acting Commissioner Janet Woodcock. We want to underscore that our efforts to move as quickly as possible have in no way sacrificed scientific standards or the integrity of our process. President Biden is set to speak shortly on the announcement. Dr. Ajit Jha of Brown University's School of Public Health. I think it's going to set off a whole new wave of vaccinations, which I think will be very helpful given where we are as a country. CBS's Alexander Tin on other COVID-19 vaccines looking for the full approval. Moderna, which is also under emergency use authorization right now, said it plans to finish its application for full approval this month. Johnson & Johnson, which is currently gathering data from trials of its two-dose regimens, plans the file for full approval later this year. CBS News Special Report. I'm Matt Piper. A reminder, Odyssey is your home for all the audio that matters to you. Download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, to listen to us anytime. Or hey, just ask your smart speaker to play WBBM News Radio. Money Talks as the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. 
Well, the markets are certainly gaining ground today. We're joined by Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk, based here in Chicago. Michael, what are we seeing? Well, good afternoon, Rachel, and thanks for having me on. We're seeing a pretty darn good rally across the board to all-time highs in the S&P 500 and NASDAQ, and even the small caps are doing well, although they're still off their all-time highs that were in March. But everything is uh, in bull mode right now. Is there concern that maybe we're we're moving a little too far, too fast, too good to be true? Are we expecting a a turnaround or maybe some changes here in the wind? Well, markets are always climbing a wall of worry, right? So right now we, we continue to do that. And what are the main worries? The main worries in my mind, and I think in most investors' minds, are yields and COVID. And right now, yields remain low. The 10 years at one and a quarter percent, which is in- incredibly good for stocks. And the COVID situation, even though the Delta variant looks pretty, pretty uh, scary, uh, I think the markets are looking past it believing that it's going to be a sh- just a short-term blip and looking into 2022 when things look pretty good, especially with earnings. So I think markets are looking past COVID and they're looking at, at bond yields at, you know, at very low rates and the S&P looks cheap to them. Well, you're talking about COVID. I, I have to think that the FDA's uh, approval of the Pfizer vaccine, that, that might be a shot in the arm, so to speak, for Wall Street, too. <laughs> That's that's a good way to put it. Um, you know, certainly it's a shot in the arm for Pfizer. And uh, and yeah, I mean, I think it's going to cause more people to get the vaccine, which should do at least a little bit to uh, calm the virus down. The, the virus is not going away, uh, quite honestly, ever as far as completely. But we certainly can do our part to lower its its ability to to uh, to uh, get get worse. And that's what the vaccine's for. So I think the vaccine getting getting approved will certainly uh, allow more people to have faith to get the vaccine. So that that definitely is bullish for stock as well. Well, and obviously, you know, we're seeing some 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 really nice gains here on Wall Street. Crypto is a part of that, too. We're seeing a monster comeback in the past month. So, so what do you attribute to this rally? Well, you know what? It, it, it really, with, with Bitcoin, you've got it up 60% for the year, and all of that gain is in the last month. So it had sold back down to basically where it started the year, and now it's rallied back 60%. Ethereum is the other big one. That's up five times its value just this year. Uh, you know, I, I, I personally like Ether better. Um, I think it has a, a better prospect as far as uh, with NFTs, and there's a lot of I can get into a long discussion on why I like Ether over <laughs> Bitcoin. But I do think that crypto is a place where investors should go if they are looking for longer term. Uh, we have a lot of day traders trading them, but I think that um, that is not the way to trade crypto. I think it, it, it's a buy and hold type strategy. Certainly anybody that got into Bitcoin at any time in the last any time in the last 10 years has done incredibly well. And I think that going forward, it should be a part of everyone's portfolio, even if it's just 5 or 10%. How do you think that this this sort of surge that we're seeing plays into Coinbase? Is that going to see any changes moving forward? Well, Coinbase, because they do, their earnings are affected by the amount of volume that is traded in, in these in these cryptos, Certainly, Coinbase will do better the higher these things go, at least the, the more interest there is in, 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 in these coins. And so you're, you're seeing the meme coins like Doge still have a lot of volume. 
So anytime there's volume and you have an exchange, that exchange is going to do well. So certainly the, the interest level is high, the prices are high, so that will that would definitely bode well for Coinbase in the near term uh, future. And 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 you'll you know you'll see you'll see that if it continues, that Coinbase will will rally. But that is dependent on if the volumes continue to to to, uh, to be high, and and it certainly seems like they will be. Well, that's a, it's exactly as you put it. That's a big if if if. Thank you so much. Michael Palumbo. He's founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk here in Chicago. Up next, making sure you're getting the most out of your 401k account. To make cash and save cash, the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, your employer can be the key to making sure you're doing the best you can with your 401k retirement savings. Joining us on the McGrath-Lexis business line is Ed Jertsen. He's a certified financial planner and founder of Engage Wealth Group in Chicago. Ed, how do we make the most of our 401k? Rachel, it's it's the best way to make the most of your 401k or your 403b or name your number and letter variant is just to contribute and start contributing on a consistent basis, especially if your company is offering you a match on the dollar amounts or the percentage that you contribute as well. And and again, that's sort of up to the individual of how much they're willing to put in, right? I mean, it's it's sort of dependent on everyone. Yeah, that's exactly it. So if your company has a retirement plan and look at all the mobility that we're seeing today, a lot of people are changing jobs. So they're they're being exposed to potentially new retirement plans to their company. Understand just how much your company is willing to contribute. So for instance, you might have a 401k plan, a 403b, where if you put X percent of your salary, let's say 6%, that company may match, let's say up to 50% of that match, meaning that you're getting free money just by contributing to their plan. What if your employer doesn't offer a 401k? That also seems to be a little more common than people may think. Yeah, that's a lot more common where a company may not offer a retirement plan, but there's other elements that are out there. You've got traditional IRAs where given a certain dollar amount, you can contribute and have that deducted from your taxes. And then there's Roth IRAs that you can contribute to, again, if your income is below a certain threshold. So even though your company may not have a retirement plan, by putting some monies to work for your future to, to gain that financial independence, there's other avenues available outside of a company plan. Well, and again, for for planning purposes, at least it used to be sort of following that, uh, what is it, the 50-30-20 budgeting rule. Do you think that still applies as far as how much do I really need to set aside for, for my future? Well, and that's the difficult question often people ask, like, Ed, what's my number? When we're doing financial planning for individuals, and that varies across the board depending on spending habits and the such. But kind of to your point, I mean, if you look at how much you can live, instead of looking at it from, hey, you know, I should save 10% of my income, ask yourself the question on the inverse side, can you live on 90% of your income? Where again, some of that money is being saved for the future and some of it is being saved for, let's say, a rainy day fund. But absolutely, I mean, committing to a program that works for you and your cash flow is really important for, for saving for that long term uh, those long term goals. I want to touch a little bit on on an IRA and how how that might play into savings. Yeah, so IRAs are not are not pre-tax money like through your company plan. So basically you you receive income and then you can contribute up to a certain dollar amount or a certain threshold depending on your age. Those who are 50 or older can contribute more. 
but at least, again, you're able to make those contributions. Now, if you're making a lot of money in terms of income, you may be precluded from taking either the tax break and or contributing to that Roth. And that's where working with a, a certified financial planner can help you maximize those future retirement contributions. I know that when we're talking about a 401k or an IRA, any type of savings, I think, you know, the rule of thumb is the sooner you start, the better. But for those of us who maybe are a little late to the game or or just changed employers, things are rolling over, what advice do you have for, for those savers? It is never too late. So it's never too late to start contributing to a plan. So even if in your 50s or even your 60s, right, doing any kind of contribution at all is very helpful, just savings a little bit. And again, to your point in terms of moving jobs, we've had more people move jobs, I think, in the last year than have in in quite a long time. Understand your company's retirement plan benefits and all the benefits within your plan. Go in and talk to HR or talk to your peers at the company to kind of figure out what is the best avenue for you to save money today and for the future. Thanks so much, Ed Jersten, certified financial planner and founder of Engage Wealth Group here in Chicago. Join us at this time tomorrow for Travel Tuesday. Still to come, we have our Monday stock picker. A deposit for your future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Stock Picker Monday, and helping us out today is Chuck Carlson. He's CEO of Horizon Investment Services and publisher of the Dow Theory Forecasts newsletter in Hammond, Indiana. Chuck, what's your first pick? First pick, Rachel, is FedEx, symbol FDX. Stock trades for about $268. A share. What what I like about FedEx is that it's offering a, a pretty good buying opportunity right now, given the value in the stock. Uh, the stock has pulled back pretty sharply. It's down about 16% from its 52-week high, and it's pulled back in line with a lot of the action of transportation-related stocks. I think that is going to start to improve, and I think the stock is, is already discounting a lot of the, the potential negative news. I mean, FedEx is facing a lot of the problems that a lot of companies are facing in terms of a tight labor market, their operating costs have risen, uh, there's concerns about what the COVID variant might do to demand here in the next few months. But I, again, you know, you're trading at about 12 times 2022 earnings estimates, uh, which is a pretty cheap uh, valuation for that stock. History has shown FedEx comes back pretty strongly from kind of these types of pullbacks, and, and I think it will again. So again, FedEx Symbol FDX trades for $268 a share. And your second pick? Second pick is Dover. D-O-V is the symbol. The stock trades for about $173 per share. Dover is kind of one of those uh, conglomerates that we don't really see a lot where they have five different operating divisions encompassing a lot of different things. They, They do things such as engineered products in the aerospace and automation field. Uh, They have fueling systems, pumps, refrigerator and food equipment, uh, imaging and identification products. Uh, This kind of amalgam of businesses has served the company quite well. In the latest quarter, organic revenue growth was north of 20% for every single segment. Their bookings and backlog are up very strongly. Uh, You Also, in terms of the company's dividend, uh, Dover has paid a dividend and has risen the dividend in each of the last 66 years. So you have a nice dividend payer along the go with a company with good operating momentum. Uh, Yield is about 1.2%, and I think the stock, which has performed well, will continue to do so. So that's Dover, symbol DOV, 
and the stock trades for $173 per share, and our clients do own both of these stocks. All right. So again, just to reiterate, we've got FedEx, uh, letters FDX, and Dover, D-O-V, also based uh, in Downers Grove. That's a local company there. Thanks so much, Chuck Carlson, CEO of Horizon Investment Services and publisher of the Dow Theory Forecasts newsletter based in Hammond, Indiana. He's also author of the Winning with the Dow's Losers. If you missed any part of today's Noon Business Hour, we'll have the replay podcast available shortly at WBBMNewsRadio.com and on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.